right. <laughs> so what's the what are we gonna talk about? Is 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 a podcast name the most important thing, or do we want to talk about like legit stuff? Ooh, that's a great question. I think we should talk about a little bit of logistics and podcast name. Yeah. Let's, okay. Let's do that yeah. first. Um. Cool. All right. So first first thing that I was thinking. Yeah. I feel like every <laughs> podcast has like. You have to like set the tone somehow. Like one right. of us has to be like a tone setter and keep us like on track. You know what yeah. I mean? Like so, actually run, run, through, run through the agenda. Kind of, yeah. It's got to be Cohan, right? It's definitely got to be me, 100%. It's got to be Cohan. Yeah. yeah. I'm already I'm like have like it out with my notes ready to like hit topics. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, that, we have to have good. like named spots. That's like one thing. You know, every week we have to have like the. Yeah. Whatever the loser of the week brought to you by. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. like the Ethan Levine fuck up of the week. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. And oh, we, absolutely. We can we can we, brainstorm some of those off off. I feel like it's actually better if we can just we just brainstorm those off stream, or off uh off recording. Um, yeah. But I feel like the name has anyone had any name ideas? Because I haven't even thought about it yet. I, I didn't um, consider the possibility. The league name is the Jew Kings. Sure. I don't know if there's anything to do with that, well, but every every time I check this on my work computer, I'm like, I'm gonna get fired. <laughs> <laughs> well, wasn't it, wasn't it wasn't it kite ball for a while? Yo, <laughs> I I feel like it probably was. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I think like, it was Robbie's idea I or something. Like, I don't yeah, remember. I feel like yeah. Robbie probably said to do that. It's like yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put that one on him just in case. All right. I feel uh, like the I feel like the only place to start in the off season though, as like the first right. off season pod, oh, is but, to go ahead. No, keep is going. to is to talk about last season. Wait, you know, we just didn't like actually reactions. choose a name yet. We skipped. No, <laughs> we're not going to spend an hour talking about we'll names. I, I want to know we'll if anyone had any ideas, so we'll think oh, on it. All right, all right. You yeah. should just just be like, "Welcome to the." And just stop talking for a second, and then just be like, "Podcast," and then just dub Insert over it. Insert podcast name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. just like, dub over it tomorrow. All right, guys. New experience. Uh, welcome to the <gasps> podcast. <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> ah, so good. All right. So I feel like the only place to start with the off-season pod is to talk about last season. Um, I know for me it was like a mixed bag because I missed eight games being on the boat, and I almost got them low, and I broke my playoff streak. Um, but, you know, it was a fun time to be had by all. But the overall reaction was just I cannot believe Norwalk pulled it off once again somehow that's just like the biggest i think the biggest topic coming away what do you guys think i couldn't agree more norwalk pulling off the uh the uh victory again of the merlot just like he <laughs> planned and uh it's just unprecedented dominance i mean it, unprecedented <laughs> dominance and i don't think there's any other championship game that we should really focus on other than Norwalk versus <laughs> yeah I, agree, I, agree. I think that's pretty much all we need to worry about here <laughs> for yeah. the recap yeah evan yeah, I think, like, the first thing is, like, I totally forgot that Isaac was on a fucking boat in the middle of the ocean <laughs> for half the season and still got, like, a pretty good place in the league, which fucking says he a was, lot about the rest of us. He was close to the Merlot, though. He oh, was close. very close. Like, my record, were... was, my record was better than my points, you know what I mean? He was yeah. borderline Merlot. Yeah. We were, like, we were going by points, though, I think, at the time. Yeah, it was just now points. Now yeah, yeah. points again, but in yeah. the playoffs. Norwalk didn't even get the, the least number of wins, which is the crazy thing. That's what people forget, is that Haas and Levine both had five wins, but they had so many more points. Five was the least number of wins this year? Yeah. 
That's really high. Well, it was also the extra game. And and there must have been a lot of people at the bottom because Mazer yeah, there so the lowest people, amount wins was five, there but were, Mazer made it in with six. There were three the people with five, I, I made and there were five six. people with six. Oh, shit. So eight of the teams, eight out of 16 teams had five or six. A lot of... A lot of sucky people. Like I only had five wins, so I—I I mean, I take back what I just said. I my I was just bad overall, but I had fewer. I only had five wins somehow. But like, yeah, I was just really is. disappointed. There was one week where you didn't have a fucking kicker. You were about to get <laughs> fined. Yeah, I think it was like after you were off the boat too. Right, and, right. It was late. And it was all deep. Tristan had to do was fucking pick up the kicker. He had, I more, had no fab. He had more budget I, I, than I, you. I, I had no fab. I had like twenty. Fab. He had more fab than wow. you. And he didn't also, fucking pick up the kicker. All, also, no one fucked me on Garoppolo either the first time. Yeah, it's it like makes no crazy. sense. It makes no sense why people that were playing against you, whoever it was, was not fucking with you. The one thing about this past season, though, that, you know, obviously, like, you know, I didn't was able to watch half of it. But the fact that you and Mitch, your teams were kind of running away with it for, like, a good part of the season, it was kind of boring, not going to lie, until, like, the finals. Because, like, everyone else's team was fucking dog shit with, like, eight, maybe maybe nine wins for Shaq. And then, like, it was just you and Mitch's team were just fucking good and everyone else was trash. Shaq, I remember Shaq's team was low-key. I thought it was going to be really good because he didn't have Christian McCaffrey the whole year and was right, still able to right. get to, like, nine wins. Yep. And I don't remember what happened in the playoffs, but Rami, too, with Jamar Chase really cooking at the end. Uh, yeah, really I mean, Jamar – I remember when I came back – so one of my roommates was a, a Bengals fan, so I was watching a lot of those games, and um, he cooked a dude like week seventeen. It was the craziest thing I've ever fucking seen. He like juked like three guys in the backfield, like in the secondary. It was insane. Um, so coming off of last year, I feel like one of the reactions to it was the first one with extra games, right? Obviously, but I think from our league, the bigger one was the fact that we added two people right a 14 team league like really i think changed a lot of how shit was going on which was what made so many teams fucking dog because people were like not good enough to like somehow have three startable running backs on their team and it just kind of led to like if you like weren't good enough to like scrounge together like a pass catching back you like couldn't feel the team you know what i mean and i feel like it was like a real skill separate which is why i was against drop in the second running back because personally i was like i feel like this is an edge for me because i was like i'm good enough to like get that pass catching running back that gives me like a third running back whereas some of these idiots like literally couldn't even feel a team because they hadn't they weren't capable of like getting three starting running backs so like on a bye week they literally couldn't even feel a team and i was I mean, like when we were voting for like the roster changes i was like wanted to keep that because i was like i feel like for me this is a positional advantage but everyone's going soft that explains why like probably six or seven people at some point during the season said to me, we should switch to one RB next year because like they were looking at their roster and then they would look at waiver wires and there's like, Oh, there's literally no option unless I make a trade. And the first thing that goes through my mind when I see that is like, Oh shit, I should go make a trade. And a lot of these other people were like, Oh, I should try and change the league because I don't want to make trades. Right. I mean, (laughs) when you have four, when you have 14, when you have 14 teams, right, in theory, like, you should have 42 running backs. Like, you know, that everyone needs three for a bye week, right? So there's 42 running backs that kind of are going to be in circulation, right? 
and maybe only like 35 of those are viable. And I just always like trusted myself not to be one of the seven people that didn't have a viable one. You were yeah. though at one point. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that that's based in any sort of realism. That's just my cockiness coming through. <laughs> Costa, do you know off the top of your head how big was the vote margin on changing it from two to one running backs? Um, off the top of my head, like I was think it was it a like, blowout or was I think it was like votes? no, I think it was like three or four votes. I think it was medium. It was medium. Mm, okay. There mm-hmm. were definitely there were definitely a good amount of stands for the original, but it wasn't like a one vote race. Right. The question is, does it make you want to go more wide receiver heavy earlier if you know you're not going to be fucked on running back? Because I feel like it's a major change to, like, to the the composition. You know what I mean? Like, you only need, like, one person, really, who's a stud. Honestly, to me, still no. I I still think fantasy is all about the running back. The running backs, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, like I'm probably going to try to flex a running back every week would be my goal, at least from the draft. Right, right. I probably still... I literally probably still want a third because I'm still shook from what happened to Chris Carson last year. Right. So you have to, you have to have like depth. Right. I mean, having like a legit RB two flex when like the person you're going against has like I don't know like Darnell Mooney or something in flex or like you know even deeper than that in flex is like can be a, a pretty big advantage, especially for consistency. You know what I mean? Yeah. It it's different now because we have the Merlot. I think there's a lot of teams True. in the league who play who are playing not to get last last place right, versus right, right. compared to win, and so like a wide receiver can get you zero a lot more easily than like unless a running back gets hurt or something, but right. like they're just like way more likely to give you like eight eight to ten points. Right, for sure, for sure. That makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, so I'm probably I'm probably only going to take uh, like I'm thinking of just taking doing the strategy of starting running back. And handcuff in like mm. a situation, mm. and so you just have you just have a you have a running back spot. Your running back spot is safe at that point. Like you just have it. You're good. Yeah, you every could, week you're you gonna could, be able to start it. Yeah, you could just lock down one spot, which is very right. doable. And then from that point, once I know I have that combo, then you could just go like, all right, who's the best player available? If it's a running back, it's a running back. But if it's like a wide receiver or even a tight end in like a two flex league. Right. I think like it, it kind of opens the door to not just having to stack running backs, which was the strategy. Like last year, you just right. had to pick like six running backs, and that was right. I mean, and you're picking mid first, so there's a chance. I mean, like, I mean, probably not, but there's a chance like Dalvin makes it to seven. Maybe you could go like a, a, a Cook Madison type of thing. Dalvin's making it to seven in a lot of mock drafts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like the, that's a spot the, that might happen. The top four running backs are like Eckler, uh, not in this order, but Eckler. Taylor, uh, McCaffrey, and Derrick Henry. And then, right. you know, between Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, I think J- Dalvin is definitely an option. Yeah. Um, so, other thing about we were just talking about, right, good transition into draft order. Any big takeaways you guys have from the reaction? I I got so like I've only really thought about going four. I mean, Job getting first is kind of classic. Haas Haas is gonna draft whoever's number two and never. There's no shot that person's gonna get traded all season. Um, so whoever <laughs> that is, you can just count that out of anyone else's team. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I feel like this. It's well, the fourteen is weird. I feel like the turn is so bad in the fourteen. I don't know about you guys, but. 
the one two the one turn either i mean one is good because you get like a good player but i feel like gray is kind of fucked like that 14 one turn i think is pretty tough I think it depends how bold you are. If, honestly, if I'm gray, I'm more worried about the not about that first turn, but about the fact that it's not coming back yeah. around to me again for that fucking second you turn. You have no idea so what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, like, he's still going to have, like, a lot of good players there. Like, you could get, like, fucking Saquon and Aaron Jones or some shit at, like, that right. turn right there, and you're just chilling. But then right. when it comes back, like, 20 fucking five, 26 or whatever picks later, he's there's, like... All the top performers are gone, and now you're just right. like trying to moneyball it, basically. I mean, people always talk about how when you're on the turn, you have to kind of throw out the ADP because it's like you you can't really play the game of like, oh, your next picks in six, like you take the guy you like more, or the guy you think might go, and then you kind of like let the tier come back. Like you're you're going to be down a tier or two by the next time you go, so there's no point to even like play tier game at that point. You just take guys you like. Um, but I do feel like there's like a like. Because I'm picking at four, and I really feel like that's that zone of, like, do you take the receiver running – like, the first receiver running back question, right? Because you kind of get to these points where, like, you know, like, you hit that – do I take Cup? Do I take Jefferson? Or do I, like, take Eckler or, like, Derrick Henry, right? Like, that's kind of where, where that kind of spot is coming. And I feel like with that one running back, I'm kind of leaning towards, like, maybe going that receiver because it's, like, you know, there, you only need one running back, and you, I can kind of figure it out later. But I do feel like the uh, just the biggest reactions to draft order um, and kind of playing about what we're going to talk about here in a second with like over unders and stuff like that too um, is like if you know we're, if we're thinking about people in the league who might go over under I feel like s- at least for me looking at that draft order might play into how I feel about where people are going to go like do I think Dom can handle picking thirteen like I feel like that's a tough place to be picking and like. I don't know if he's got the sauce, the sauce to like handle a draft from the 13th spot. I don't know. We'll see. I think, I, I think that 13 is a tough spot because you actually like. I don't think there's much strategy that you need when you're in the middle. You know, right. you just pick like you ADP, pick. Yeah. and yeah. there's not too much that you need to worry about. But when you're at the ends, like specifically right off the end, like 13 or two. You need to say, okay, what does this guy have? Which isn't that much of a, you know, thought process. Like, oh, what does this guy have? What will this guy probably pick? I don't think Dom's thought process goes that far. I think it right. ends at like, right. oh shit, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm it ends at, right it, now. It ends at Foreman's, uh, Foreman's cheat sheet. Yeah, it, it ends at what's my login. That's that's about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, who's dude. gonna pick? Who's gonna pick uh, DeAndre Hopkins? By the way, who's that guy? Uh, Tristan. Tristan is definitely gonna go DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins and Deshaun Watson. Deshaun, and he's, <laughs> and he's gonna be like, "What the fuck? Why am I zero and six? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna have Deshaun on his bench all season because he's like the appealed suspension. He's just gonna sit there burning a hole. Yeah, Tristan's definitely gonna take. Deshaun like, Watson I know there's gonna be someone Rudolph's. in the league who's like in like the fifth round. Like, oh, DeAndre Hopkins is nasty. I'm taking that guy. And then they're going to drop them week two. Or so just be 0-3. I don't, I don't, okay, so I like I personally don't think that's even that bad of an idea. Because it's like, here's my thought. Like, I don't want to fucking play not to lose. I guess I we know who it win. is. I want to win. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. we're finding out who it is. Rogers. There's like a, I think there, I'm either going to get one of the two. Because, like, if you want to win, you got to make big plays. And, like, if I can go 3-3 right. three and three the first six weeks, which is, like, some random... 
It depends. I need to look yeah. at my schedule and see if I'm playing like a bunch of jabronis. Oh, the first yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, if I'm playing like a bunch of people schedule. who are just like not doing anything for the first six weeks, and I'm just like, right. all right, I can go three and three and just pocket Deshaun and like Hopkins. I'm gonna do it. That's my plan. Right. You're just right. playing against trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, because it's one of those where like I kind of go at it where I try to like play normal like play win early and then if i am have a cushion then i'll maybe make trades that are risky right like so like if i were to win the first three games in a row or the first four matchups in a row and the person who has hopkins is struggling like that's when i would kind of my strategy is to try to make the move to like flip it or maybe i eat two weeks of it um but like because you have that cushion like you, you kind of are on on course to to make the playoffs at that point but yeah yeah, the problem is there's like a fifty percent chance he ends on a team of someone who just doesn't trade. So it's like half the people in this league will never be like available once they're gone because it's going to be someone who right. just doesn't look at trade requests. Right, right. Um, it's always been funny for me trading with Mitch because I feel like we end up trading with each other a lot just because we both like care, mm. you know. But at the same time, like. The dude always like he's like he's the classic like counter offer with the trash the trash trade, you know what I mean? And it's like we'll like we'll eventually get there, but it's like I have to talk it for an hour about how like the first trade offer he said is like bad. But then like we eventually I feel like we eventually get there and it works out. But it's like I'm just like no like that's not even close to like being a fair trade. Norwalk um, and I have the same relationship, but. <laughs> We don't get there. (laughs) We don't get there. He sends me – I send him a what I consider to be – all right, I'll be honest. I send him a trade where I'm ripping him off, absolutely ripping him off. Right, You got to shoot a shot. I'm like, I got to shoot my shot. And then he sends me back a trade where he's he's absolutely ripping me off. But I look at that as as blatant disrespect because Mm, mm -hmm. I'm not someone who can be ripped off, whereas he is someone who can be ripped off. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, you don't send me that shit. Yeah. And that's when I like, you know, for about an hour I berate him and then we don't get anything done. But the easiest trade I made in my life last year was with Shaq trading him Chuba Hubbard. It was the classic like I have yeah. your handcuff and I just need like a, a wide receiver three. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like <laughs> this means nothing to me, but like I just need a flex yeah. I just need a flex guy because he's about to like McCaffrey's gonna come back and like I just need a flex player and like this is just valuable to you because you are on about to make the playoffs and I just need to get eight points a week to not get them or low. And it was just like, it was literally like a a one text exchange. Just like, I think that like we just got to do this. (laughs) It's like, yep. (laughs) It's like, yep. It's the only way. All right. So we've been kind of teasing at it a little bit here. Right. But I think the, the thing people hopefully are sticking around to listen to through our fantasy analysis is we have here over under win totals. For everyone in the league, nice Woo. talking point, a little special, little new thing. Uh, Completely objectively created, so no one roasts me for where you end up on the uh, on the projected win totals here. So, I have all fourteen people. I took everyone's average finish in the regular season over the course of their history in this league, and using that average finishing position, like their average win percentage, projected how many they were going to win this season. So I think we can count it down from the bottom, go through each of them, and then sort of put in what we think. And you know, what I think would be fun is for the three of us to 
make a call on each one over under and then see who does best at the end of the year. So okay. we all, we have, of all 14 people, we have to go over or under and you get like a point for getting it right. And then if it's a, uh, not if you get, I was thinking maybe like plus one, if you get it right and minus one, if you get it wrong and then zero, if you, if it's a push. So a couple That's of them are pushes, but why um, not just like how many you get right? Just total right. Like, what if you go over under and then it's like, like, like for example, what they do on, that's kind of what they do on like, uh, or, or no, no, not like plus, sorry, not plus one, minus one and, and zero, but just a win record, like a normal win record. Just like, so wins, a push, loss, a, and push a push and a loss are the same thing, basically. No, push is a, a push could be a tie. I mean, you, so I could go three, four and one or something. I don't know. Well, the thing is oh, like, not, I got you. I got win loss record. That makes, yeah, I like that. I like that. Record. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. I like that. No one's getting a point for a push because we're all doing it on the same totals, right? So it's no, because like, like some people have an even number projected, like seven or eight. Uh, so if you gotcha. if you go over, but it's exactly seven, you would get a push on that. So we all get a push, right? I which mean, means it doesn't really matter, I guess. Unless you I call your shot, I might call right. my if shot. Right? If you call your shot, yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, you could call your shot. You could definitely call your shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Uh, you mind you mind uh posting the sheet somewhere in here? Yeah, I got you. I got you. Hold on, let me make a note of Thanks, this man. so I can edit all this. Yeah, this edit shit this out. out edit this out. Cut this. I'm, this out. I'm, I'm like trying. I'm like trying to do the math so it adds. All right, up. now that like, now that I'm not on them editing this out, we can we can just. You chat guys don't mind that I'm tubing right for... now, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all right. Here's this. Yeah, like superlatives. Like most likely to tube during the draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. Is definitely dom. Is definitely oh, dom. Dude, it's no. two. What is that? What does that even mean? Oh, he was probably on a boat. Oh, he was probably on a two. boat when, dude. He was probably on a fucking boat when oh, this happened. What are you guys talking about? He missed all of Tubin. He probably missed Tubin, and he missed the apology oh, no. of Tubin. Tubin. Tubin was. What are you guys talking ago. about? Tubin right. was two years ago. All right, explain you, Tubin, Evan. Can you? No, you. There's all right, this I'll guy. explain Tubin. Uh, yeah, yeah. Cost, cost. Explain Tubin. All right, there's this guy. This guy. Let's let's say he was on CBS. I don't fucking know. Some some political. CNN. Media. CNN. CNN. And Fake he was news. having a meeting with some colleagues on on Zoom, as one did during the pandemic. Right. And dude thought he was he was off the call, and so he just lays down on his bed or some shit. I didn't watch the video. I don't know, but I imagine he lays down on his bed, pulls out a, a, a crusty sock. And he just oh. starts repeating it. And no then, fucking way. <laughs> and everyone sees him. And he has to quit his job. And it's this oh. whole public thing. And then, like, a few months later, they bring <laughs> this dude back on air on CNN and make him, like, apologize for what he did. But he has to, like, what? he has to, like, say exactly what he did. He's like, yeah. I-, I really should not have, have, you know, masturbated. That was really a, a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Dude's just like he's yeah. just a verb now. He and just got and his last his last name is Tubin, so that's why it's Tubin. Oh, yeah. Okay, it has okay. nothing to do with like the process. A tube, a tube. It's no, just like no, it's also yeah. just like a funny word. So I'm leaving this in, by the way. <laughs> that's perfect. That's perfect. Um, but yeah, so so I think most likely a tube during the draft. This this could all be stuff we do at a different time, maybe like sure. a draft pod. But uh, we that's, should that's do. A yeah, we'll do we'll do it. We'll do a draft of the draft pod. I think. Yeah. yeah. We should do a mock pod too. 
We should do a mock. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, should, that could be our next episode between I, this one and the in the draft. I like pod. the mock pod. Love yeah. the mock pod. I think this All is right. going to be the hardest pod, the one we're doing right now, because we have nothing to talk about. Like realistically, right. we're talking. Well, these over unders like, are these over unders are going to be pretty nice. We have all yeah, the over unders are like the best thing we have to talk about. By yeah. Far. All right. Shall we get into the over unders? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So we have here the projected over-unders for all 14 teams. And the only way to do is count it off from the bottom. All right. So I think the only place to start here is a man with a historic winning percentage of 31% overall. A man who's never made the playoffs once. The only person. So Mazer and Rami have been in this league two total seasons. They've each done two seasons. Each of them has made the playoffs one time. This man has been in the league the entire time since 2015. (laughs) Has never played the playoffs once and has an overall winning percentage of 31%. So his projected season win total of four and a half wins for Ethan Levine. How are we feeling? Bad. 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 I'm taking hard under. I I don't care. I will say the man has gone over four and a half two years in a row. Yeah, I'm I'm taking the heavy under. You're going under four and a half. The favorite for Levine, he, you know why? He hasn't gotten fined in a long time. All right, he's due. He's due for some fines. And I, I when feel that like, happens, see, I okay. I'm putting you. I'll put you right down there. for the under. Put me for the under. I'm going over because his over under is weighed down by a two in 2017 and a three in 2019. But he's gone five and six the last two years in a row, and six in a 13 game season, not a 14 game season. So, I feel like he's figured some stuff out. He's become a little more consistent. And I think the floor of the league has maybe come up a little bit from where it was in the past, and I think he might just be able to sneak into five. So that's that's I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little over there, a little confidence in my guy. No yeah. confidence. I'm I'm definitely going over, man. Con- <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so bold to say he's gonna win four or fewer games. Like four. just come out and just it's yeah. just, like, it's it's like hey, like we've seen some out. we've seen it's someone win lock. one before. We've we've seen someone win one okay, before. Wait, wait. I think we need I think we need to make the rules. This is only for the regular season, right? So it's only not regular season any, out of fourteen regular season, season yeah, games. Yeah. yeah. So, right. Yeah, so Costa is saying that he's going to go 4-10 or worse. Yes. Yeah. All right, he has a guaranteed win. Every single year I've played him, I think he beats me. That's one win. <laughs> this is, I don't this see is him like, three more. I think he might this, go under four. <laughs> this, is like, this is like when I sports bet and I'm like betting the spread and the over. And I'm right. like, I know how this is going to go. And Levine is going to win five to six games. And I, I will bet. Yeah, like right. I'm very confident he's going to win. It's just regressing to the mean. It's just—it's it's a just good the, line. It's just—it's it's, it's just, just a good line. Okay, but you can't just choose everything off regressing to the mean. Otherwise, you know, you're just going to yeah. choose all the bad I'm, people. I'm, I'm just going to go over, un- over, 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 yeah. under, 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 under. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no. So are you? Uh, are you? I'm going to um, call my shots. You're uh, you're I mean, over, Rogers. I'm over. I think. All Levine's right. So we got me and Rogers over for Levine at four and a half and Costa under. All right. Yeah. Next up. This guy also projected for four and a half wins with a slightly higher historic winning percentage. Made the playoffs last year with six wins. Snuck in, motherfucker. Five-way tie with six wins, and somehow he gets in. Uh, Brian Mazer, 33% overall winning percentage. Over-under of four and a half wins. So he's been in the league twice. 2015 and last year he came back in. 2015, he only got three wins. Only three wins. So what do you guys think about Mazer at four and a half? 
Dude, I'm I'm going hard over. I think Mazur's pretty hard good at over. Yeah, I think Mazur's pretty good at fantasy. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think he makes the playoffs. Like, this is a tough one just because he's only been yeah. in two seasons, so there's not a, you don't have this large body of work to go on, right? Yeah. Um. But I feel like I I really want to make a call here that under just because I just that three from 2015 is staring me in the face, but that's a long time ago, and I feel like the man has maybe figured some stuff out. Uh, I think I'm also going to go over here. I definitely think some people are going to do poorly, but it's I don't I th- I'm going to call my unders maybe in the the more the the six to six win range, calling some people to go down in the five four range. I think I'm gonna also going to go over here with uh with Mazer. I'm going to be boring and join you guys on the All right, over. That's fine. My that, reason he's, why he's guaranteed to go under now. We just uh, fucking he, he the cursed. reason why he's Sorry, fully sir. cursed. Cordero Patterson. Unreal. This dude, this dude up. picked up Cordero Patterson for that's, a buck. That's that a ballsy pickup. Yeah, he, he didn't pick early too. He, he wasn't even like it wasn't even up. like late. And, right. It was he like one week. When he was hot. I think he did it before week one, right? Like it was early. No. I don't know if he did it before. Week I think one, was, I think he had a good week yeah. one, and everyone was like, "That's not real." He right. He had a good week one. No one believed yeah, yeah. it, and Mazer was like, "I think it might be legit," and it was legit. Yeah, it was I like a Mazur free the type person who it was like five bucks or something. I think I think I reward hustle. And sure. the reason why I went under on Levine was because he has zero hustle. <laughs> and the reason why I go over on Mazer is because this dude has hustle. All okay. right, all right. Well, I like it. Here's, Here's one reason to be optimistic and one to not be. The good thing is Mazer's picking third. Like so far, oh, we haven't been true. like we, we gotta haven't, look at the draft. We haven't, we haven't even brought up draft, but Mazer's picking yeah. third, so like he's gonna get someone good to start. Like, right, hold that consistent. Those, yeah, yeah, he's gonna get a top three running back unless he goes for like Cooper right. Cup or some shit. Right. <laughs> so like you know, you know he's gonna get like there's a, there's good, a little bit of stability there. A little he's, bit of he's got a, he's got a yeah. good base. My problem with Mazer is like I think he's the type of guy who wants to trade, but I don't think he's cutthroat enough. Like I think he's too nice, and he'll mm. like he's he's not gonna fucking be like trading Levine, John Mechie for like fucking <laughs> Mark Jackson. He's not gonna <laughs> like, be all the foe with someone for an hour, making yeah, sure yeah, the, yeah. the deal gets done. Nah. Yeah, Th- that's my opinion. Okay. I agree. I yeah. think he wants too much out of the trade. I think he's. I think he needs the trade to be like you know perfect to to make sure. It sure. All right. Well. Our next person, somebody that we all know very well here, um, has an overall historic winning percentage of only 37%. Has gotten third one year. Did place lost in the semis one year back in 2020. Two-time made the playoffs. Just two years ago. Yeah, 2020. And uh, holds the distinguished honor of having the worst season of all time. (laughs) With a one-win season in 2017. So with a projected over-under of five, we have Evan Rogers. I think for me this is a pretty easy over. Um, Again, really weighed down by some old seasons. Last three years, 6-8-6 win total. So going over five, he's just got to be the same as he's been the last three years in a row. Doesn't have to get better. He can just be the same shit he's been the last three years. And he's still going to hit the over. So I feel like he's come a long way from being the guy who drafted Cam Newton in the first round, even though he did make the playoffs that year. <laughs> so I'm going to go over five for Raj. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to – I'll go. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. You go, you go I, I'm going to go, go over, go, too. I Raj is back in himself. Yeah, I have okay. confidence in myself. I'm going to call my shot. I, I'm going to make the playoffs this year. 
right, I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm drafting I'm drafting Boy. eighth. I'm drafting eighth. That's Seven pretty out. good in this draft. I like yeah. eighth. I've been doing some mocks. I like what I can get there. And here's the thing. Last year I should have made the playoffs, but I had the fucking craziest loss. Do you guys remember the loss I had at the end of the year? Where I was winning the game until Kyler Murray got sacked on the like last oh, play. Oh yeah. He, yeah, he ran back like thirty yards and got like fucking sacked. Just like and that's when Mazer got the five way tie, right? And that's why I didn't make the playoffs. So yeah. I should have been seven wins playoffs last year. I think I can get eight this year. Okay, I any think that's pretty guys, solid. Any of you guys watch Drive to Survive? I do not. Well. Ignore, ignore, ignore that comment then. Fuck you guys. Uh, I'm going with a hard push. You're calling a push. Calling the push. Oh, shit. (laughs) Calling the push. This guy, no. You guys are giving Evan too much respect. All right? Both of you are giving Evan too much respect. And I'm I'm not disappointing you, Isaac. I'm disappointing you, Evan. You Uh. damn well know who Evan Rodgers is. I'm just looking at the facts. That guy can't play fantasy football for his damn life. I'm not going to disrespect him. Five wins, that's too low for me to to hit the under. Too high. But but too high for me to hit the under. it hurts Golf because Costa and I have been mocking together, and he's like, oh, nice teams, man. But now I know he thinks my teams <laughs> fucking suck. <laughs> like, nice team. I feel like I'm patting a child on the head. I'm like, yeah, yeah. good job. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Yeah. That one a- like, actually hurt. Like, Damn. That one actually hurt when I heard it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Seeing your reactions in the, in the video is pretty nice there. I like that one. <laughs> oh, man. All right, this next one. So we have two overs and a push for Rodgers. This next one, pretty infamous for his uh, his performances. Kind of a dynasty in the making here. Uh, with an overall historic winning percentage, slightly higher than Rodgers at 38%. Coming in with a projected win total of 5.5 is Norwalk. And I'm just going to leave this off right now with a under I think it's an under without a Merlot that's my call what do you guys think I think he figures some stuff out maybe but I think it may just be a too tough a season I think he might try to swing for the fences because he's kind of reckless like that you know he's like I'm going to change everything this year and then he just drafts a bunch of guys that are like super boomer bust and there's a lot of busts the other reason is that his projected, uh, his projected like historic, is actually like a five point three, so it's below the five point five. So he's actually like rounding up to five and a half wins. So there's a little bit of value there, kind of under that that five and a half total. He's actually his his projection is a little bit closer to five, and I, I think that that might be right around where he sits at at five. I like the yeah. half point. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call it specifically. I think he gets five wins. So five I'm, gonna go exa- I, I'm with five exactly, I'm, I'm so it's a, if, it's, a, it's, a, it's a slim under. Yeah, if it was under, I think I would have pushed. I'm going to say, like, I actually think Norwalk is, like, not as bad as we think he is. Like, I think he's had some bad injury luck the last few years mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, he, And he's gotten desperate for trades. But, like, he actually, like, does try to make trades and play. And, like, yeah, the fact I, that I, you went under makes credit. you want to switch and go over now. Because yeah, I, I you like, and I have been exactly the same for all yeah, these, and I'm, I really want to – yeah, Switch? you guys yeah. have been real, uh, real friendly on these. I okay. feel like there was some collusion here, but uh, I'll, I'll let the commissioner look into that afterwards. Well, right, I'm going to take the re- over. 
Wow. You're going to go, I'm, I'm going to switch to over. I'm switching yeah. to over. Wow. I'm taking the I'm over. I'm switching to over. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'll switch to over. I, I wanna, <laughs> give me the over. <laughs> I'm in. Should, you want me to switch you, Evan? Rogers, are you switching no, to no. over? I'm, sta- I'm staying under. I think under? he's going to get five wins. I think five might be the number, but I th- you kind of you kind of convinced me to go over, actually. Um, I, I'm taking Last the year over. he had six. He only had six last year. I'm taking so. the over, and the reason yeah. why is because I don't think – I think getting the Merlot has a little bit to do with luck. Sure. He got the Merlot with five wins. Right. I think he's he's terrible at fantasy football. He's god-awful. <laughs> but I do think that this year he's going to get lucky and get that guy who's just the guy and maybe not sure. trade him this time. Also, you know? also. Like, he, it just might end up on him. I think. It's also, we've had seven seasons, right, of this league. And before, you know, now it was even fewer games per season. The guy went over five, four of the seven seasons. So four out of seven times, he's actually gone over five just straight up. So mm-hmm. if he just kind of keeps that going a little bit, I think he might be able to sneak over. There you go. Possibly. This next person, i going to tell you right now I'm going under immediately before I even start talking about it. This is my it's biggest under. This is my, this is my lock for I'm bottom. I'm not, this is my Merlot call. This is my Merlot call. This guy has made the playoffs twice. He's only been in the league five years, but with two playoff appearances. Actually pretty impressive. An overall winning percentage of 47%. His projected over-under at six and a half wins is Dom. And I'm insta-locking in for an under. I think this is a massive crash down. And that it's just it's not sustainable. You just can't be that lucky consistently. Does not. I just I, th- I love the fact that he's here. It brings a lot of great aspects to the league. I think it's a lock for an under, and it's my call for the Merlot. And then I'm he's going to quit the league. He's going to get the I'm, Merlot and quit. I'm I'm also <laughs> joining the under. I don't I don't know if he quits, but his ulcers are definitely going to start acting up again. That's that's a guarantee. <laughs> Um, but What's gonna um, happen is I'm gonna I'm gonna win this year and he's gonna get the Merlot and I'm gonna give him like an ice cream shake just so he doesn't quit the league. Yeah, right. He's gonna bully us into giving him some like you know Pedialyte or some shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 with you there on the under. I don't think there's too much to say. I think he's uh, I think he's been getting pretty lucky with some of his teams and uh, if he doesn't make much moves. It's gonna come to an end. And again, the same argument that I was using with, with the Norwalk is that three of his five seasons, he's gone under six and a half. So yeah, three out of it. five times, he's under. Yeah, fuck it. Um, I'm going to say over. I'm going oh, I'm going to give Dominic. Zag. Over. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to zag. He's going, he's going 13th. Coming so off a playoff gonna, appearance. He's coming on off the, the playoff. That's what I was talking about. It's a tough place Here, to draft, in my opinion. Here's the thing about Dom a lot of us try to be the smartest guy in the room. And we fuck ourselves. He just follows ADP. Dom, he just follows, Dom just he follows follow, ECR. Dom follows ECR. Dom, Dom follows ADP and Brandon and Foreman. Foreman. Right? <laughs> and I think those two things can help True. him get seven to eight wins. That's a great point. He does not try to outthink the room. He does not try yeah. to come up with his own yeah. groundbreaking strategies. So I, I need Dom to win half his games, and I think he can do that for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's the tough thing. It's a, You got to be 500, right? To, we're now in the zone where you got to be 500 to... Uh, sort of hit these all right so we got under for me and casa and over for rogers okay this next person has only been league two seasons got third place last year somehow 
don't really remember how that happened. An overall winning percentage. This is the last person who has an overall winning percentage under 500. So the last person with a losing record historically. With six and a half projected wins, we have Rami. What do you guys think? I'm going to go with, uh, you said six and a half? Yeah. I'm going to go with an over. Over the, uh, six and a half. The reason why, the reason why is because no one in the league, we we have a lot of hardworking people in this league, myself included. Sure. sure. No one in this league trolls Reddit more than Rami. Rami <laughs> is on Reddit constantly. He knows when things are going down before Adam Schefter knows they're going down. I'm all in on, on that kid's hustle. I think he's going to do great. And let me tell you one story before we before we move on to, to your guys' picks. In the draft last year. Yeah. Not in the draft. In the playoffs last year. Yeah. I was playing him. Very different. Yep, very different. I don't know why the fuck I thought it was draft. In the playoffs last year, we were playing – he had beaten me in the regular season before that. Obviously shitting on me, you know, trash talk, whatever. Yeah. In the playoffs last year, I he blocked me because he was too <laughs> too too afraid to get my messages. So I kept sending him pictures of my players that were dunking on him. Like AJ Brown put up like twenty six points and I would send him a picture of it through like Snapchat and then he would block me on Snapchat. And he blocked me on like everything by the end of it. And <laughs> He was up like 50 on me. I had no chance. And then all of a sudden, Nick Chubb puts up like 30. And I was like, shit, I can't send this guy any pictures. Like, he's, he's, so, he's so annoying. Just straight up blocked everywhere. You. It was Christmas Day or some shit. It was the holidays. I'm sitting with my family. Like, Dad, I need to use your printer. I run to the printer. I print out a picture of Nick Chubb's beautiful face. I put it in an envelope. <laughs> I addressed it to him, <laughs> and this dude never gets it, no, or at least he never responded. So fucked up. It was hilarious. I sent him a picture of fucking Nick Chubb, and it was going to fucking dunk on him two days and later. the actual post. So you annoying. mailed it to him? I you fucking mailed fucking, it to him. You know some fucking random person got that and was just Yeah, like, <laughs> someone just got a picture of Nick Chubb, Someone's and I signed grandma. it. <laughs> I signed it like, love you, or something like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yep. But, yeah, so, hard over. I'm going to go next. I'm going to go next, and I'm going to say under. Under two reasons. Six and a half? Oh, shit. Still under, still under, still under. Five or six wins. Ooh. I thought it was seven. Still under. All right. He's he's 12th. He's 12th in the draft. That's not great. Also, I don't know if this is true, but I went on LinkedIn, and it said he's starting med school. Oh, Dude. true. Rami's, Rami's gonna be what way, a call. R- Rami's going to be way too fucking busy to be doing fantasy what football. What a call. Okay, this That's kid is going to go on. That's a call. The, the year I had that shit year was because I was working way too hard, and I was, like, right. fucking, like, I had no idea what to do. I was just going fucking yeah, Reddit, yeah. and these That's kids were, like, draft, like, fucking Alex Collins or some shit. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like, I'm fucking, like, I haven't watched football all fucking season. And, yeah, he's going to go on, like, once a month. He's probably going to get fined at least three times. And that's my call. I do like that call. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was leaning under. I was leaning like six, but I think that uh, your point is, is is really strong, and I think that that's a pretty strong under for me. All right. The next person. We have the first person with a winning record that we talked about, a historically winning record. 
The guy's made the playoffs five times. Been there all seven years. Last two years have been his worst performances. Missed the playoffs the last two years in a row. Maybe he's the league. Maybe the the level of the league has risen a little bit. He hasn't quite you know risen with them. Uh, maybe he's not studying the game and and getting improving himself. So who knows? We'll see if he starts to sort of figure it out again. But overall, historically, with a fifty one percent winning percentage, projected wins this season of seven wins. We have Haas. I'm a call push. A yeah. called push. Yeah, I'm a call push on Haas. Exactly <laughs> mediocrely five hundred. Yeah, yeah. I like I'm gonna that. do it. I love I like it. That call. I think. I, like that call. I think. I think that's what's gonna happen. I think he's just gonna fucking draft some weird shit, and then he's gonna beat all the fucking idiots, and he's gonna lose right. to all the people who are good, and he's right. gonna get seven wins. Yeah. The uh, the the thing that makes me lean under here is just that he's never had a good, like a really good regular season ever. His highest ever win total is only eight wins. And it's like he's never had that 9 or 10 or 11, you know, like that really good season that like, oh, that guy really put it all together. Um, he's had, a, you know, a couple playoff runs to the semis back in 16 and 17. But to actually like, you know, I, I feel like if I'm not getting that upside of like a 10 win or an, or an 11 win season, I really don't want to flirt with, with that over. Because I feel like if I get it, it's only going to be at like 8 or 9. And I'd rather just kind of assume that this is the that he's going to continue his form of the last two seasons right last two years five and six wins five wins last season so you could even improve a win from last season and still hit under i'm going under hard under for me i'm gonna hard stick under. with the theme of hustle sure. i don't think the kid opens the fantasy football app even this guy has like five playoff appearances and two two semi two finals appearances and five playoff appearances i don't think he even knows that I don't think he even knows he made the playoffs. I don't, I don't think he knows how the league works that there even is playoffs. So I'm I'm out on him. I'm I'm hard under, and uh, and yeah, he could fuck himself. <laughs> I'll throw that one in there, just because he's so annoying to me about everything that uh, all this democracy shit. Oh, I do I do hate his. Uh, I don't know why he's so uh, anti just. <laughs> Normal anti-dictatorship. Anti it's so annoying. So no, it's like he wa- like my least favorite fantasy football institution is veto of trades, and he's always trying to like veto for the fun of it. <laughs> because like. because that's that's an advantage because he doesn't know how to trade. He's like anything that you have to know more about football for is an advantage to other players, and I don't sure. want that. He wants sure. it just to be slots. Like he just wants to play slots. Right. I I am with them on the fines thing. I'm kind of anti fines. That's surprising um, to me. I would I'm think you'd be you. pro fine. I I just feel like it it I it's funny. I enjoy the fines discourse because I find it extremely hilarious. Like I love people arguing over fines. It's, it's so really good. funny to me. Like I love the entertainment value of it. I just personally don't like it because I know that if I ever were to get a fine, like it doesn't motivate me, and so I like don't like it. If that makes sense, right? Like. Like, I don't set my lineup or not set my lineup based on fines. And so it's like, I, would, I hate the fact that I might just kind of fuck up and not and get a fine as opposed to being, like, completely tuned out. You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense. But, like, for me, like, having a bad week is punishment enough for not doing well. And I think for that's why you, we have the Merlot. For you, for you it is. For other people, it was not. Sure. 
you know. Yeah, I guess it's it's I guess I don't know. I feel like it's one of those things where like it's done the trick of getting people engaged. And I almost feel like the arguments about fines get people more engaged into central <laughs> items than like actually like this fear of being fined. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. the group text will blow up because someone's like, Oh, this person's gonna get fined and then you're like, Oh shit, like not even like I was scared of the fine, but like, oh that reminded me that fantasy exists, so I opened my app and like now I set my lineup. You know what I mean? I like yeah, I'm I'm pro that. Yeah. We need like Costa to make like a fucking tool that emails people who don't have a lineup set or something <laughs> like two hours before. <laughs> like, I don't think it really stops. You can, everyone could also go make like a ten dollar deposit at FanDuel and get like fantasy pros premium for free for the season and then it'll auto set your lineup for you really yeah if you have like the fantasy pros premium you can have like an auto start sit thing where it'll set your lineup for you automatically you sync it with your espn and it'll set it based on their ecr that that's that might get that if people end up like doing that putting those ten dollars down to get those auto start sits like if levine and tristan and dom do that (laughs) shit i'll put them all on overs I'll put them all on over yeah. after that. Just fantasy pros ECR auto, yeah. auto start like every week. Right. You I'll put the them podcast. all on yeah. Cut that. We need to get a promo code if that if that's true. Yeah. Um all right. So Haas, we have me with the over no, me with the under seven, Costa with the under seven, and then Rodgers with the push. Exactly seven wins, exactly five hundred and mediocre. Bad year for Haas. Two unders and a push. I just think that the the game is passing him by a little bit. He's not he's not keeping up with the with the level of competition. Um. So, next person we have with a fifty two percent historic win percentage. I feel like this person I would have thought would have been higher, just off of my gut. Um, I feel like this person kind of knows what they're doing. They have a championship. So that's something that, you know, not everyone in this league, myself included, could say. Um, and with a projected win total of seven, we have Shaq. Um, interesting because last year he had nine, good season, made the playoffs. But 2010, 2020, 2018, 2018, three years in a row, only five wins. And those were the three years that followed his championship in 2017. So that's kind of pulling that average down, right? That those, those three seasons of, of five wins, but he's had three pretty solid seasons of nine, nine and eight. So it's kind of an either or situation. The guy's never had six or seven wins. He's either been nine and eight or five. So what do you guys think about Shaq here with seven wins? I, go I think he's over. going over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're both over. over. You're Hard. going over here. Yeah. I think, this one's pretty close for me, to be honest, because I kind of just feel – I feel like the guy is unlucky as shit for some reason. Just gets bad fantasy luck. I don't know if that's grounded in reality or not. He can agree or disagree. But I feel like the guy is, like, you know, making good decisions and having bad teams. Um, again, last year, not that bad of a team, but hasn't, you know, been good since 17 when he won the title. But it's hard to say under – seven for someone who's won a championship before right that's just a tough way to go but i have i went over with a lot of guys down there at the bottom so for if those guys are going to pick up some wins you know you have to those those wins have to come from somewhere and 
I'm sort of trying to run out of names here where I really think people are going to be dropping dropping a lot of games. Um, I think this. I think I might go an exact push here. Actually, I think wow. this might be. Your push. I think we all got to push. Wow. I think he's going to be. You guys do travel, and I think it's only fair that I also throw a push in there. Um, and I think this is Respectful. this is where I'm going to go with that. Um, I think it's just going to be a tough season. He's going to like not make the playoffs on a points draw at seven wins or something like that. But it'll be like an okay season. He'll be in the mix to the last week and just get some shitty luck in week 14 and lose the not make the playoffs on like a draw. Yeah. You guys are both going it. over? Yeah, I think it's, I, I'm going over. I, I don't have right. too much to say. So with Shaq at seven wins, we have play. me with a push. And both Koss and Rogers with a solid over. I think that, that that's probably the good play. I think he's a solid player. Pretty consistent. Um, despite that, that three-year run of five wins mixed in there. But, again, the guy has a title. So what can you say? All right. The next person on the list has an overall winning percentage of 53%. Founder, been in the league all seven years. Projected for seven and a half wins, so we're getting some pretty, pretty big numbers here, right? If you're going over, that's that's an eight-win season. That's a legit play-in playoff spot. Um, and I'll kick it off here. The guy made second place in 2015, year one, and that 10 spot from 2015 is kind of, kind of keeping the the average pretty high. I mean, the guy has a five-win season, a three-win season. Last year, a six-win season, and his other ones were only eight, eight, nine. So it's seven and a half. It's it's looking pretty tough for me. I I gotta go under here again. If I'm if I'm putting all those guys at the bottom for overs, this guy Adam Gray, at seven and a half wins, I gotta go with the under here. I just don't think the guy has the consistent effort. The guy never even changes his fucking team name, and I. <laughs> If you don't do that, I'm I'm out. Okay. If you if you leave your name your name as Team Gray. And you don't change it to something else. I just don't even think you care enough to get above seven and a half. That's all. I'm going under. I I need to think about this one for a minute. Evan's gotta go. Yeah. Oh no. So at first I was like over for sure because I think Gray's like pretty underrated. Then I saw he was picking 14th, and it was like on the turn. Making, yeah, he's on the turn. So that that gave me a little pause. I'm still gonna go over though. You're I going think over I think, seven and a half. Yeah, I think Gray will make the playoffs or at least be in contention with like eight or nine or ten wins. Sure. Um, I think. I mean, seven ten, and a half. ten wins is a lot. Ten's a yeah. ten's a good yeah. season. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm gonna say seven and a half wins. I'll take the over. Seven and a half messages in the chat. I'll take the under. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's where I got Gray. <laughs> seven and a half. That's way too high a lot. If the guy <laughs> if the if, if the guy changes his team name, I'll go over. I'll take yeah. under on the half. Um, I think, <laughs> I think for for Gray, I'm having trouble because in my mind, you have like people in your head, in your mind. You're like, I register this person as soon as you say their name. I'm like, I register them as good or bad at fantasy football. Sure, that's like sure. what I think of. And Gray is definitely in the bad section in my brain. So when you said right. he, when you said his wow. name, I was like, how did we not get to his name until now? Yeah. Um. So I'm trying to decide ten, right ten now. 10-win season in 2015. 10-win season in 2015, right? That's is his best good? season ever is season one. Right, but is he – am I just dumb and I think he's bad because I never see his name pop up? Mm. So 
I think I'm still going to take the under. It seems a little high for someone who doesn't doesn't have that that it factor, but um, yeah. I I'm I'm thinking that if there's any I feel worse about, I think it's this one. I feel I don't feel sure. good about this one. Sure. I'm thinking yeah, this I mean, is when I'm going to pick up a point. Like I feel like you guys are not giving great credit. Like he's pretty good. <laughs> I just I just feel like we were all bad in 2015, and the guy snuck it with the best record. And that's <laughs> yeah. just it's it that just we carrying the average here. I mean, without that, the guys the guys in a seven and a half no the guys a seven win six win average guy without the 2015 season. I think that you just gotta kind of look at recent form there. That yeah. being said, he did go over seven and a half in 2020 and 2019. So, you know what the fuck do I know? But I'm under. Gotta I'm gotta under. get some unders here. I have too many overs. I'm a, go I'm a soft under on this one. I think right. it's gonna be a seven. The next one here, polarizing. This is one that this is the this would be the worst push you could ever do here, right? I mean, it's always it's gonna be a half point, but if it was even, this is the one you don't push, right? This guy either misses the playoffs or wins the championship. It's just that's how it is, right? Besides last year when he lost to Mitch in the finals. But other than that, before last year, he literally, when I say he misses the playoffs or wins the championship, that's not an exaggeration. Before last season, in the previous six seasons, three missed playoffs, three championships. Um, so, with an overall regular season winning percentage of only 55%, corresponding to a regular season win total of 7.5, we have Costa. I'm going to step in here and say... I'm going over, but I think it's going to be more in the like nine to ten range and not the eleven range, just because he hasn't had a season like that yet. I think he's due. I think he's due for like the niner, like the the three seed where he like has a decent first round matchup but not a buy. That's that's kind of what I'm feeling here. Um, level of competition's getting okay. I think you know maybe everyone's kind of coming to the middle a little bit. Maybe that's not true. Maybe that's completely unbased. But guy had a good season last year at 11. Um, but I just got to go over. The guy's too good. I'll wait. I'll wait cost to go last. I'll let, him, let us let us tube him off. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep go. going here. Dude, so again, no, someone the, lather me up. Come on. So the guy the guy has a season of four wins, a season of five wins, and a mm. season of five wins. Right. So mm. the averages here are pretty tough. <laughs> right. You like in his good seasons he's got an 11 and 11 and an eight. So it's what's again. It's one of those where like he's either really good, but he's had three seasons where he's been trash. So the average here is kind of bringing that line down. Um, what do you think, Roger? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. So I kind of want to text this to you. I don't like, want to say it out loud because I don't want to see the look on Costa's face when I say over. Yeah, but I'll go. I'll go over. I don't. I don't love his mocks right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> going to be honest. You've seen a little bit of preseason I've, film. Yeah. I'm not I've, showing little, you my good stuff. I've I've been scouting, and I think this kid – I don't think this kid's thrown his, like, his fastball right now. Like, I think I think he's not on his A it's game. Early. It's early August. I, I think cost is good for at least eight wins. Yeah. yeah. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't not give someone who literally does this 24-7 and not think he's going to win. The dude's going to make half, the playoffs. Not yeah. going to make more than half of his games. So I'll give him that. Now – uh, I was talking about how I had my my call for the Merlot was Dom, right? Uh, R- Rogers' point earlier 
almost makes you want to switch that to Rami. I, I'm kind of thinking about changing that that official <laughs> pick. We will we'll lock those in after we finish the over unders. Are are some of our calls for the the finishes? Can I wait? Can I chime in on on this? But uh, I'm wondering current? if anyone's leaning towards calling Costa for a championship this year. Oh, I'll uh, you know, I I think we'll we'll uh we'll make that decision at the end maybe once we evaluate everyone. But uh, out here for the over under. Yeah. Over. <laughs> hard over. Yeah, you know, but you don't want the hard over, dude. You want the you want the soft over where you're the four seed and you still win the championship. Hard over. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Next spot. Fifty-eight percent overall winning percentage. Uh, when I think of him, I think that I think of him as a good player, as you were saying, Costa. Some of the most prolific regular season performances we've seen, I feel like. Some dominant regular season teams. Um, put it all together in 2020 to get a title. But last year fell short of the playoffs. Was in that massive, you know, six-way or five-way tie at six wins. Projected for eight wins, we have Job. Um, he's only gone over eight wins three times he's had an eight win season and three seasons underneath so that's i mean as you'd expect right in the middle of what he's performed um last three seasons five seven nine nine so not exactly crushing it sorry totally reading that wrong last three seasons six ten four twelve right so that that either or either or hot cold hot cold um what do you guys think not really any recent form to indicate that he's like you know, going to crush it this year, but I think this is it's a pretty hard one to pick. Costa, you want to go? Yeah, I'll take this one. Um, I'm going to go over. Over eight. Yeah, I'm going to go over eight. I mean, you have to pick some people to go over. Yeah. Um, that are that are, you know, historically dominant. Sure. Um, I think this is one of the ones that, you know, he's going to put together another great season, has the first overall pick. Like we said, we're not True. really taking draft into account yet, but first overall pick, I think he's someone who, who is going to make use of that first overall pick and not bungle it. Um, and, uh, yeah, taking the over. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, I'm going to – I was thinking about draft position, and he's going to get, like, fucking Jonathan Taylor, who I assume yep. he's going to take first. Or Solid Ma- four. Or McCaffrey if he wants, but, like, I would take Jonathan Taylor. He is a Panthers and fan. He is a Panthers fan. Don't forget. So he, know, he knows not to take McCaffrey <laughs> then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even still, he goes McCaffrey, Chuba. I think that's a good – I think that's not a yeah. bad, you know, one-two punch there. <laughs> Maybe. Nah, it's it's like getting hard to say over because you're like he has to win at least nine games. Nine games. So you're like you're over. calling you're calling a good season, but I think I think he'll get to I think he's gonna make the playoffs so at least nine. Yeah, I'm gonna call under, but hope to push and we all get zero on this one. I think it's gonna be eight. Push seems yeah. This is a good. Push I think it's candidate I think it's gonna be eight. Rogers. I think it's gonna be eight. I'm not gonna call a push here, but I'm I'm gonna go under because I think it's either gonna be push or seven. And so I think that if we if it's pushes, then we all you know I, I don't lose a point to you guys, but I think I might be able to sneak uh, the other way on this one. Yeah. Uh, so next one here, we're now that the top three people that we're about to talk about, all three of them have the same projected win total of eight and a half. Um, so I have we're going to talk first just in the overall winning percentage, but the next that we're, we're this is the top number eight and a half wins. So. At a 60% overall regular season winning percentage, um, last year broke 
a streak of making the playoffs every single year. So last year, first season, not making the playoffs. Maybe some extenuating circumstances came into play, causing that to happen. Who knows? You could argue way too conservative a player. Only made the finals once, never won a championship. Three third-place finishes. With an eight-and-a-half win total projection, we have me, Isaac, Cohan. I'll let you guys go. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go. So, of all of the people that you've just said, it was Costa, Job, Cohan, Boyer, Mitch, right? You're the only one to not win a championship, I think, right? Or no? Uh, Costa, Job, Boyer, and Mitch. I'm the only one who's not won a championship. Yep. All right, man. I'm gonna. I don't know if we're gonna do this later, but I'll. I'll spoil a secret. I. Have, I think you'll win it all this year. Let's I, go, I like, baby. I, I. I like you at number four. You're my. You're my pick. If it's not me, it's the Cooper Cup. So spot. I'm gonna, I'm going to go over. Yeah, no, I'm going to go over. I think you're going to have a good year. I appreciate that. All right, I'm going to, well, eight and a half. Evan just fucking cucked me so hard. God damn it. No wonder he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to take this one first. Um, Yeah, I'm also going to go over. I think think Isaac's due to make a deep run. I don't know if he's going to win it all, but uh, I don't think you can correct me if I'm wrong. Have you ever been top two? Yeah, I made the, I, I yeah. made the semis yeah. in 2019. You made the semis, okay. I lost well, to you actually, if you remember. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I made the finals. Right. Sorry, yes. I made the, I made the finals in 2018. And I lost to you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah, I do yeah. remember that. Yeah. 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 That mm-hmm. was a great. One. That was a great. Yeah. <laughs> I also um, was the I was also the only person with double digit wins in 2017 with 11. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yep. Yep, uh, yep. And then I lost in the semis as well. So. <laughs> well, <great>. regardless. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing Evan was gonna say. I think you're due for, for a dub. You work hard when this you're not bad. on the boat. This is terrible. I and, hate all, everything. Uh, I'm also trying to that. play the Jinx game, so I don't I'm like this it with at all. Isaac, yep. Let's all put our eggs in the Isaac basket. Right. Yeah. <laughs> now this is crazy because I also have the over, and I also think I'm gonna win the title this year. So crazy. This is a pretty tough. We're pretty all tough, on uh, you, baby. Tough. Uh, <laughs> Tough place to be. I was hoping to get some uh, some nobody believes in us, but I guess nope. it's not happening. <laughs> I mean, because the Pats think... don't get that either, but then they, they play it up that's like true, that anyway, true. so just do yeah. it. Uh, except for this year, we got a lot of nobody believes in us. A lot of people picking us to not well, make the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be third Mac Jones, NFC deep East. MVP bid. Little 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 couple bones on, on Mac Jones MVP. Nah, you're going to be third in the <laughs> AFC East this year. Oh, no. that's, okay. that's my bold pick. Yeah, behind the Jets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jets, 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 Bills, Pats. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Jets All right, so we all have the over on me at eight and a half. Yeah, right. I think that's over. good value. I think that five spot last year really sucked that win total down. Yeah. Um, if that had been up a couple more, that that number might have snuck up to to be closer to that that high eight and a half nine number. Um, and yeah, just gotta kind of go forward, and I think I'll do all right. The one thing about me is that I'm always going to be doing the waiver moves to get the floor, that floor raised. And there's usually a, a good trade in there from someone. So, Anyway, um, next, 61% overall win percentage. Eight and a half projected total wins. The guy won a championship, but because it was the first year and we all didn't really know what we are doing, I don't really think it counts. So... We'll call it like a half, like a half title, I think, because it was the first year. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, so eight and a half wins, David Boyer. Pretty consistent player. Only missed the playoffs twice in 17 and 18. In those years, he had six wins. So ne- the, the floor, the bottoms never really dropped completely out for a season. Um, but, you know, has kind of lived in that 10-8-9 win, 9-8 win kind of zone for a while. So eight and a half, I feel like, is, is pretty good value here. But again, it can't really go over for everyone. Um, so, what do you guys think about this one? I'm going over. Wow. I'm definitely going over for that one. Um, yeah. I think he's. This could be wrong, but I think he's the only person other than myself who's been in the. No, Mitch has been in the championship twice. Twice. Yeah. So he's is Haas. He's, so is Haas. Haas has been in the championship twice. He's lost the championship twice. All right. Well. That's anomalous, <laughs> but I think I think David is is a lock for a good season. Will it be right. nine wins? Not positive. I'm taking the over still. Yeah, I think for me it's a close but solid over. I mean, nine wins is very doable. Nine five. That's not like a crazy record to get to. Um, I think I got to go over here. I'm gonna I'm gonna go under. I think I'm gonna pick up a point here on this one. I think like I think the problem is. Eight or nine wins is like really what I expect. So he's like right at that sure. borderline. Sure. So I think I think he'll he'll get like he's picking eleventh. That's not that great. Because right. I I'm, I agree I'm, with you because I th- I think it's nine. The number that I have in my head is nine, yeah. um, and I think it's gonna be pretty close. You know what? I'm yeah. switching. I'm joining Evan on the wow. under train. Wow. I, I'm that what? good. I think I think I have I've went with my gut on every single one. Sure. But my gut's not going to be right on every single one. Yeah. So I got I got a zag when my gut says zig. So I'm going I'm going under for this one. <laughs> that was some real, some it's, real quantum shit. Yeah. It, no. It's I it's mean, uh, it, the superposition is just too high yeah. right now. If you look at the chart, he has eight or nine wins in four of the years. So it's like yeah, yeah. So it's I feel like you're just like flipping a coin at this point. Right. But I think I think with that eleventh pick, like I'll, I'll say he wins seven or eight games. Sure. Okay. All right, the next person we have, the last person, the highest historic winning percentage regular season in the league, finally broke through last year, won a championship somehow. I, this, when I was doing these stats, kind of blew my mind because he hasn't had that terrible Merlot borderline season. It's just lots of mediocrity, seven, 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 six, but then you throw in an 11 and a 10 with two pop-offs, and suddenly we're at an eight-and-a-half win total. But four of his seven seasons, he's gone under eight wins. Not even eight-and-a-half, but under eight wins. Um, so with a 62% overall percentage for a projected total of eight-and-a-half, we have Mitch. Based on what I just said, four seasons under eight wins, it's an easy lock under for me. I think it's last year was the dream team, the hangover, the can't-tell-me-nothing year. And I think he comes crashing down to reality and misses the playoffs. Yeah. Should we just all say it at the same time? Like, I definitely think under. Under. (laughs) Yeah. Under. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, One, two, three, under. We got got to bet one of these high win totals to go under. We can't bet all of them to go over. Yeah. I I think he's a hard under for me. Yeah. I'm I'm trying to count up here. I think this is an under. I have one more over than under right now on my list. Part of me wants to switch one of these young, one of these low, low number guys to an under. 
Wow. It doesn't um, have to happen like that, though. Doesn't have to happen like that, though. Yeah. Like, if someone really overperforms, right. you know, five right. wins like, over. Like, like if, Norwalk, if Norwalk gets 11 wins. Right. If we just end the league. Like, if I go <laughs> undefeated, then, like, it's going right, to be hard. Right, right, yeah, you're right. going to need a lot of Right. Yeah. 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 Very reasonable. Because yeah, last, yeah, yeah. last year it was a big middle pack because only there were only two really good teams. Um, and right. no one had yeah. less than five. Yeah. All right, so we've gone through all the over-unders. We'll see how these, how, we, how these happen when we come back at the end of the season, who does better. Um, and, yeah, so to, I think to close out our sort of off-season going into the season, I think we each have to make a pick for first place and Merlot. So I think my pick for Merlot, I'll lead it off. I'm kind of was thinking Dom just because I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Let's be real. Levine is so bad it hasn't gotten it in a while. So it's also like just the stats play. That's like, you know, you got if you're going with the stats, that's just what you got to do. But maybe Levine makes the playoffs for the first time. That's kind of, you know, that also is, is in the realm of possibility, you know. He's due. You think he's due? I mean, No, I you don't, got, but – that's the argument you're making. Right. Yeah. I'm I'm over on Levine. I think he might make the playoffs. Um, I think I gotta stick with my gut here, even though I think my brain with the with the um the med school line, Rami is I think a pretty good pick here. Um But I think I'm gonna stick with my gut and go Dom for uh for Merlot. Wow. I'll I'll uh, go I'll go with Tristan. For this Merlot, I think uh, people forget how close he was last year. Yeah. I think he was True. really close last year. True. Um, and I don't think he was really doing too much to avoid it. Like, I think. Right, he was still Norwalk a lot of people on his roster. He wasn't like tr- he wasn't he wasn't tr- making those little <laughs> tiny, on the side, you know. No, movements. he wasn't doing. He was just basically praying. He was just like, right. I hope I don't get and it. Got lucky. And Norwalk. Yeah. I mean, he's undefeated in the Merlot race for the past right. couple of years, so I mean, <laughs> he he's not going to take him down. But um, my my question is, so I like that pick. Now, if we look at Norwalk's over unders, I went over. Costa went over. There is one man in this podcast who went under for Norwalk. Does that man think he has what it takes <laughs> to to pull off the four Pete? <laughs> is my question. <laughs> I want to know where Rogers head at because he made a great Rami case as well. Yeah, I want to know I, kind of where his head's at here. I, I was between three, and their names have now all been brought up, which <laughs> were Tri- Tristan, Rami, and Norwalk. Yeah. And I just I have to think that Norwalk is like his back's against the wall. Like this kid's this kid's about to fucking claw our eyes. Like this kid's yeah. he's gonna he's gonna bite ankles. He's gonna right. fucking play dirty. Like he's gonna have he's gonna do what he has to do to not get there. Yeah. I feel like Rami. I don't think Rami's like that bad. Like I thought he actually did pretty well last year, but like mm-hmm. he's pick he's picking twelfth and he's starting med school. So I I sorry dude, but like yeah, sure. I, I'll I'll pick him. But I think okay. I think Tristan would be my second most likely. Okay. But but I'm gonna stay away and I'm gonna go with the Rami right. pick. Now championship pick. I'm gonna lead us off and pick myself. <laughs> I'll I'll go next. I I pick Isaac. All right. That's so boring. All right, Cohen. I'll I'll pick you. Let's yeah, just because I because I said jinx. it earlier. I said it he earlier. Can't win yeah. if we the jinx, jinx please. Yes. Can't win if we jinx Bring on him. the jinx. It's not possible. 
All right. Well, guys, um, I don't know if anyone has any closing remarks, but I think that that about has everything to, to hit on here. It's been a nice oh hour, my God. hour or yes. so. I never we'll hit record. Uh, he's definitely trolling. You wanna be with us, you gotta keep your stand inside. Cause yeah, we're the models of the fucking IFC and our swag is colossal, so your ass better be. Uh, you gotta...